Hi guys and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline, your weekly paranormal podcast. My name's Kaylee and I am of course joined by Michael again. Hello. Michael, do you remember how annoyed we were when someone else solved Forrest Fenn's treasure before we had a chance to? I want to know where it was. Yeah, they still haven't revealed where it was or like anything about it. Well, this week we're going to try and solve a mystery that has been in the headlines a lot this like last week. And this is, of course, the mysterious monolith that has been discovered in Utah. So before we get started, please rate the podcast if you listen on Apple Podcast. Follow us on Spotify because that really helps us out. And you can also follow us on Twitter at ParanormalHL. Are you ready for this? Yeah. This is pretty cool. I, d- I did a lot of digging. The information was not easy to get. A lot of it that I discovered was not talked about by anybody else. Every, every other article about it was pretty much copy and paste the same thing. But I tried to dig a little bit deeper into this. So I'll dive into exactly everything that we know so far about the monolith. So this is everything that's been confirmed so far anyway. So on November 18th of 2020, state biologists of the Utah Division of the Wildlife Resources were carrying out a survey of bighorn sheeps from a helicopter when one of the biologists spotted the structure and told the pilot, Brett Hutchings, to fly over the location again. So this is how he described it. One of the biologists is the one who spotted it and we were just happened to fly directly over the top of it. He was like, whoa, 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 turn around, turn around. And I was like, what? And he was like, there's this thing back there. We got to go look at it. So they pulled over the helicopter and they started taking a look at it and they started taking pictures and everything. So. Hutchings noted that the object appeared man-made and was planted into the ground. So it was very deep into the ground. It's not just sitting on the surface. Okay, I thought it was just like something someone stood there. No, it's actually in the ground. Like, you couldn't knock this thing over. I would like to say, by the way, that seems to be our approach to finding weird things. Hey, what was that? Let's go take a look. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you see that? No. Go back, go back, go back. All right, all right. (laughs) That sounds like every paranormal, like, video on YouTube. It is, yeah. (laughs) So on November 23rd, the Utah Department of Public Safety released a video and photographs of the discovery. So it was was a while later, a couple of days later, they actually released the videos. They never released anything else, any other information other than what happened and where, like what it it looked like, the photos. I can understand that though, because they're like trying to check out some species there. The last thing you need is a lot of weirdos like us coming up, like alien, (laughs) alien. So they didn't announce the location of the discovery publicly. Uh, the monolith was apparently in a very dangerous area that had that they didn't want people wandering off to. So they didn't want people going into this area, basically. Um, they didn't want to bother like search and rescue with people getting stuck because it is in a really weird, lo- in a really really weird area. So this kind of like blew up. Then the internet was like, "What the fuck is this thing in in Utah?" What to are be fair, seeing? like twenty twenty is the kind of year where you expect aliens. We did get aliens in 2020 already. The government <laughs> basically confirmed that they were that there was an unexplained aerial phenomenon that they didn't know what it was and it was traveling faster than anything we can fly. <laughs> I love that video as well. I've seen people get tattoos of that video. That's totally reasonable. It was a massive thing. And because it happened in 2020, nobody, nobody took cared. any notice. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was too busy having panic attacks and, you know, depression from lockdown Uh, so the internet being the internet people got obsessed with finding the location of the monolith um, which I'm not surprised about at all like did you ever hear about the time Shia LaBeouf was putting live stream cameras up oh I loved that that was just a great do you know the full story there (laughs) he basically 
he kept putting up these live stream cameras and people on the internet kept finding the locations of them and he kept trying to be sneakier and sneakier about hiding them until eventually he just got a camera and pointed it at the sky at a wall no 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 it was at no, the that sky was a, that was like the second time he did it like seven times yeah this is the one I'm, I remember anyway uh, the one, one you're very... on about was a field in like South America no Southern United Southern States Southern America yeah and uh, they managed to find it because people on 4chan and stuff were looking at planes flying overhead yeah. and comparing air traffic and sunsets and stars yep and the cloud formations and stuff too yeah so anyway so either they, they, they found the cameras and it was a big color blue so i'm not surprised people were able to find the coordinates for this thing very very fast so historical imaging data reflected that the monolith arrived sometime between august 2015 and october 2016. can i just say i love the way you said that there it arrived sometime between it was placed there (laughs) (laughs) um so roughly around that time the epic sci-fi drama Westworld was also filmed in a nearby location at the same time, like in that time period too. So that's what a lot of people think it is. They think it's like something that was left behind by the crew or some kind of plank that was used to hold cameras or something. A plank? Um, I've seen this you know, thing. Like a, well, not a plank, but like, you know, like some kind of rig. Anyway, yeah. uh, that location as well in Utah has been used in a number of TV shows and movies as well from like more recent like Mission Impossible 2 and then like it, it's been used by a whole bunch of movies all the way back to westerns in the 1940s and 1960s so it's it's really really used area for filming so immediately it's very easy to dismiss that this is something that was set up from a movie or abandoned or perhaps like an art piece but in my research I haven't seen this referenced anywhere else online I found something that's really really interesting that is very goddamn close to the to the monolith, and I think it, you're really gonna like it. Lo- if, close location wise. If you tell me that it's 2001 Space Odyssey. No, hold on. All right. So you see the dot. Yes. And you see like north of it. There's over the ridge. The reservation, yeah. That reservation. So just over that ridge is Skinwalker Ranch. Really? Yep. I haven't seen anyone else talk about this, but it's only like. As the crow flies, it's not that far from Skinwalker Ranch. Like, as a drive, it's probably about five hours because it goes all the way around. Yeah, because I can see Red Canyon there, and I remember that getting mentioned a few times in the Ridgewalker stuff. Yeah, and there's, like, there's not much in between. Like, there's no settlements or buildings or anything. It's so just, that's like... that's directly south, isn't it? Yeah. So, do you remember when we were watching some of the Skinwalker stuff, they were talking about lights in the sky to the south of the house? Yeah. Yeah. Like no, the, I don't remember this, the direction, but yeah, I remember uh, the there lights. There was one of them who said he came out and he seen one of the orange lights, like, in the distance. Yeah. And he said yeah. it went down behind the mountain, so if that's a ridge... Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so to give a brief description of Skimwalker Ranch, yeah, it's reported to be one of the most active places in America for extraterrestrial visitors. Um, there's lights been seen, there's cattle been killed, extraterrestrial beings have been seen on the ranch. So there's been so many encounters of, like, the fourth kind by so many people. It's not even just by the family that lived there. There were so many researchers and stuff that still use it. It's like a hot spot for aliens. I'm really starting to think we should be heading towards Utah. <laughs> we might as well. I'm just looking at the names of the place around it there, and some of them are great. Yeah. <laughs> D- Dinosaur, Bonanza, Rainbow, Rainbow Dragon. Rainbow Dragon. <laughs> we really need... I, I never realized before how, like, 
red Utah is. You say Utah, I just picture like normal America. It's because of the rocks there and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, just like there's really a certain red. rock type, and it's basically Utah. Basically, is the part of the world that, that God took like sandpaper to, so you see like three <laughs> layers below where you should. Oh yeah, that's actually a really good point. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like it got sandblasted. It's just strange. It just just doesn't look right. But apparently, it gets very cold there as well. That's one of the reasons they didn't want people traveling there is because apparently, a couple of days after it was found, that whole area was was freezing cold. So yeah, there's get barely stuck any cloud there. cover there, isn't there? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so uh, it's it's very close to Skinwalker Ranch. I just thought that was really, really interesting. That's uh, actually some... really cool. Yeah, I thought you might like that, but I didn't see that anywhere else online. No one else mentioned it. So if it is an alien structure, then it ties what into is a few it other exactly? Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's a few theories. Uh, some people believe that aliens have been coming to Earth and they're setting up beacons so that they can use them for travel and stuff, kind of like satellite antennas and stuff. Yeah, like we do that. We have certain like bo- like buoys out in the ocean to let you know, like oh, like they send off. This is where beacons. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what a lot of people reckon they are. This is one of the reasons that pyramids. They, that people think that the pyramids were built by aliens too, as a kind of beacon. That's one of the main theories for them. So this could just be like another device that aliens are placed on our planet. Um, maybe they're like bullying the residents of Skinwalker Ranch. So they set up a beacon so they could find it easier. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking it's literally them just being like, hey, let's see if we can just like, you know, piss off one specific <laughs> landowner. Like it's like Google Maps for them. Somebody just put a pin down. There has been a lot of awful lot of monoliths throughout history they've been linked to ancient aliens before like there were monoliths found in ancient egypt that had quartz in the center of them and that a lot of people reckon that the quartz was used as a conductor for you know whatever i don't know information or satellite i'm not sure but there was also a monolith found on phobos the moon on mars of mars and buzz aldrin actually made a really big deal about this he thinks it's like once we actually get there and actually take a look at it, it'll change everything. See, I trust his word because he's very anti-conspiracy theory and everything. Yeah, he is. He also seems like <laughs> like pretty solid guy to trust with things, I feel. <laughs> Did you see that video of him punching the conspiracy theorist? No. Oh, wait, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you never went to the moon and he just fucking Jumped. dicks it. <laughs> I mean, you would be pretty pissed off, let's be honest. Yeah, like, imagine like someone just came up to you, like, you went on holiday somewhere and they were just like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> Fuck you, bang. No, but it'd be like, imagine if you did something really amazing. Like, he was the second man to walk on the moon. That's historical beyond everything. I do amazing things every day. Yeah, but imagine if somebody was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, I'd go mental. Um, you've also got Stonehenge, too, and they're basically stone monoliths. You know, then they've been linked to ancient aliens for as long as I can remember. Um, some people th- isn't there meant to be something buried under there? Yeah, there's there's a few things buried. They did a few um, uh, excavations there, and like they found bodies. And I don't think there's anything really buried underneath there. I actually I know some really cool art, like not even urban legends, but like myths about Stonehenge. Yeah, like what? Uh, like the, what the stone that fell down is like vampires underneath it and stuff, and that's why the stone was there. What to stop the yeah. vampires? <laughs> There's one of the pillars is on its side on the ground, and it clearly fell down at some stage. Yeah. But the 
theory is that it didn't fall down it was used as like a grave covering for something and oh. that there's monsters I think at one point I heard a rumour that Shakespeare had a lost book under there like everything's meant to have something to do with Stonehenge in some way yeah it's just very convenient it's good for storytelling I suppose <laughs> one of the most popular theories that I've heard about Stonehenge is that it's like a dock that spaceships can come down and sit on to refuel basically <laughs> I know what you're like, an, like an egg cup. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I don't know why they would build it out of stone. The stones are very strange at Stonehenge, though. They're they're not native to the area, so they had to transport them over. To be fair, though, like when we were talking about the Halloween one, they did that here for the Newgrange. Newgrange, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They did it for Newgrange too. They, all the stones there are all from all over the place. Yeah. So one of the more like down to earth theories, the boring ones, um, the most widely accepted answer for the monolith is that it's an art piece. In particular, there's one artist who used to make pieces exactly like this called John McCracken. But that's the coolest name ever, right? <laughs> there's a song I like called Dear McCracken. Yeah, it's so cool. Like, that's like a name I would give my D&D character, like McCracken. So I'm going to send you on a picture. This is a comparison of one of the one of his one of his statue pieces versus the monolith and how it looks. And it's pretty compelling. <laughs> yeah, so that one on the left is the monolith in the desert. And the one on the right is his one in the studio. Obviously. To be fair, I know it's not a unique shape or idea. Yeah, obviously, like his one is more polished as well, but it, it is in a museum and hasn't been getting blasted with sand, so I don't think that's you know gonna really affect it. Other than that, it looks pretty similar. The is only the other thing, triangular or square? It's triangular. I thought so. It just it looks perfectly square because it's dead on. In it that. does. Yeah, yeah. The only other thing that bothers me is that his one looks slightly better. His looks more alien. Because the monolith one has rivets going down the sides. And his one doesn't. His is like a solid glass object, you know? Yeah, like all these joints are on the inside. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I don't think it was him. And as well as that, he passed away in 2011. And according to like Google Maps, as I said earlier, that thing was only placed there between 2015 and 2016. So he was dead long before this thing showed up in the desert. Could it be used as like a sundial or something? No. I doubt it. It's so far out of the way for anybody to really use that. But uh, I'm going to send you a video here of... Um, I got to be honest, the rivets kind of it lost me. Yeah, the rivets, that's what bothered me too. And like initially I was like, okay, if it's just a solid metal object. Fair enough. Yeah, but... that's creepy. That's creepy that it's there. It's it, A solid metal object indicates that it's expensive. It's heavy. It's hard to place into the ground without a crane or something. But the rivets mean it could have been dismantled and, you know, put together in the location. So that kind of, you know, it kind of took it away, took a bit of the magic away from me. But I'm going to send you a video here of the monolith so you can take a look a little bit closer at what it looks like. Not shown in this video as well. Uh, at the bottom of the monolith where it enters the ground, there's cut marks from whatever tool they use to cut the, the rock because it's pure rock underneath it. Oh, okay, I thought it was dirt. No, so it's rock. They clearly use an angle grinder. Then. Yes, exactly. They use some kind of tool because you can see the scorch marks uh, going further out of them. You know, they, they overcut it kind of. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like the score. Yeah. Okay, you ready to watch this? So this guy brings a magnet and it doesn't stick to the monolith. So it's like not proper metal. Demagnetized, yeah. Or it's demagnetized. I don't know how that would work. He knocks on it and it's not solid. So it's kind of hollow. There's a lot of people going to this as well, by the way. There's Every video I see, there's, there's tons of people there. I gotta be honest, if I was there, I'd take a hatchet to it. I'd know, I'd want to see what's inside. Who's going to stop me? I definitely want to camp near it, see if anything weird happens at night. So it's about 3.7 meters tall as well. 
That's about 12 feet. Jesus, I didn't think it was that big. Yeah, it's pretty big. And how much of it is in the ground? Uh, they don't know, to be honest. It, there's enough of it in the ground to not uh, knock it over, basically. Uh, so I'd say about the same width underground. Possibly. About half the same, so probably about six foot underground. Roughly. Uh, we don't know, though, is the thing. It could be cemented into the ground further down, you know? I don't think it would... It shouldn't be that hard to figure out who did it, because if it's such a massive, stupid piece of metal... And they surely had a helicopter to get them up there since it's a dangerous place to go so. to. I don't think so. There's other people who... I was watching videos of people who've driven there is the thing. You can walk down. It takes about an hour to walk it, but it's not an insane walk. It's not like uphill or downhill. Yeah, I looked at that picture you sent me and it was close to the road. Yeah. And like you said, it was a dangerous area. So I imagined it was up like a sheer cliff. No, no, it's not that bad at all. I think it what was somebody brought power tool, but a power tool with them to cut the rock. Probably two people, to be honest. Uh, they brought the slats with them and then just assembled it on site. That's what it seems like to that me. That would make more sense than what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. One thing I have noticed in a lot of the headlines is that it is immediately called an alien statue. So they're always immediately like, oh, it's an alien sculpture. It's an alien thing. Um, I don't think it resembles anything alien at all. It looks very, very human. It's, rid it's like riveted. <laughs> yeah. If, uh, they didn't really put much effort into it. They really were trying to, trying to make it look... Alien. If I was trying to make it to look alien, I'd give a child a load of finger paint and then whatever nonsense they scribble on a page, I'd put all over it. Yeah. Imagine I think I would have gone for a different shape out. rather than triangle, though, if I, was, if I was going for something alien. No, triangles are, like, super alien-related. Not really. Well, yeah, I suppose some of the ships and stuff are depicted as triangle. Not even that. Like, they like their symbols and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's we don't know if that is their symbols, you know? No, but I mean, like, it, it's talked about a lot, like, with aliens and, like, triangular lights and triangular heads. Oh, and, that's true. Like, yeah, the lights are always in triangle formation. Triangle heads? <laughs> that's a new one. <laughs> so, like, I think it's just strange that the footage from the US government came out about the UAP, the Unexplained Aerial Phenomenon. Uh, alien researchers and people who believed in this stuff all along were, like, finally being taken seriously about it. I wonder if this is an attempt to kind of, like, take that power Derail away. Derail it? Yeah. Make it look stupid again, you know? Let's put this it's dumb like, little oh, thing yeah. up and make everyone look crazy again. Yeah, it would literally just be like, yeah, we announced that, like, we didn't know what this flying thing was. Yeah. Everyone assumed aliens and when some piece of art showed up in the desert, you all lost your minds. Yeah. Next time there's aliens, listen to us about yeah, it. Yeah. And then, like... Mm. It's just, that's what it really sounds like. And, uh... Like, I don't see... Like, every single headline that I see says that it's aliens, you know? They're all saying it's aliens. It's nobody like, oh, it's an art piece or anything like that. Until way later, everyone's like, oh, maybe it's an art piece. But the very first headlines were all alien figure found in Utah, alien monolith in the desert in Utah, you know? Uh, of course, yeah, a lot of people are comparing it to the Space Odyssey monolith as well, the one that shows it in the movie. And that could genuinely be what it, what it is, to be honest. It could just be somebody who was a big fan of the series yes. and went out and tried to make their own one. Do you know what I'm thinking of? Um, you've watched Malcolm in the Middle, yeah? Yeah. Do you ever see the episode where Francis finds a totem pole? No. Uh, he finds one and they're all like just gathered around it in his shack in Alaska. Like, what the hell is this? And they're like, this is amazing and everything. And your man just comes in. And he's like, no, it's just something we did in the weekend to pass the time. I carved out my kids. There's some like, <laughs> there's someone living on like around here somewhere because there is some towns fairly close to it who just yeah. did that one day because they fucking love 2001 Space Odyssey and yep. now they're just like oh shit everyone thinks it's aliens <laughs> what do I do 
<laughs> yeah, you can't come out and tell everyone that it, that it was you. Have you, you can't. I've like, been in a situation like that where I did something and people were like totally convinced it was something else and it was at the, it got to the stage where it's like, I just got to let them believe it. So yeah, I think it's either like a copycat artist, somebody who either liked John McCracken or it's somebody who was obsessed with Space Odyssey and made it. Um, I don't really see any reason to believe it's alien. Like I do absolutely want to go to Utah after this. Like, like it's so close to Skinwalker Ranch. I just think it'd be the funnest thing. But yeah, I, I would love it if stuff like this started happening in Ireland. Could you imagine if monoliths and shit started showing up in the middle of places? I still think Michael Lee Higgins is a leprechaun, but he's just playing a coy. He could be. He really does look like one. <laughs> he he looks did, like he could ride his dog into battle. To be fair, his dogs are massive and he easily could because he's tiny. He's tiny. He really does look like a leprechaun. You're, you're totally right. Do you ever see things like uh, someone told me that the Irish president looks like Danny DeVito? Or Danny DeVito said, somebody told me the Irish president looks like me playing Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> it does though. It really does. Yeah, but like aliens aren't really that big in Ireland. People are like really quick to call people crazy and say, you know, if you saw something moving it's, in the yeah, sky, everyone's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> like we were talking about it like yesterday or the day before. We, there was a very weird xenophobia thing in Ireland where it's like aliens no but you'll always have someone in like your family that'd be like oh like we were talking about it oh my cousin's nephew's brother's wife she had twins who died and wouldn't you believe it last night I seen two twins in my room while I was asleep they came to check on me like everyone I think I said to you like I had to listen to a lot of old biddies talking about it one day yeah but like ghosts are very traditional in Ireland. They mm. they're, they fall into our all of our traditional stories and they've been around for so long, but aliens are not. Aliens are very new. I don't know why it's such a thing for aliens to be like so scrutinized. Yeah, yeah, when all of mythology is like people came from another dimension and they stole our greatest warriors and they set fire to our hills. Yeah, I mean, if you just point at an alien and say it's the two day Dana, you know, people will believe you then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Slap a wig on it, punch it in the throat and call it a banshee. So what do you think it is then? What are your theories? My one is the one I've told you already. What? So in the 2006 movie Doom, which is a cinematic masterpiece. I hate you. It's a cinematic masterpiece. Go on. Uh, it starts off when they, them explaining that there is a portal found in the Utah desert that would bring people to Mars. And they found it because in the early 2020s, they found a monolith in the Utah desert. I don't like that. Is that real? What did it look like in the movie, though? Uh, I don't think they actually showed the monolith. They just showed the portal thing. And it was underground in a thing in Utah. They had to dig down to it. Hmm. Hmm. So this could just be like an exhaust vent for the portal like a chimney no it was like it was a marker to let people know there was something near it that's freaky no I don't like that that happens too often you remember that book as well there was a book that was going around um, at when then the coronavirus first started there was a book that was going around because it was written in like I think it was the 20s or 30s I don't remember exactly but in the book it talks about a plague called COVID-19 that no, takes over doesn't. the world. It does. I don't I can't remember if it was COVID or if it was uh coronavirus. Corona. <laughs> corona would make more sense. Yeah, it was one of the two of them anyway, but but um but it talked be- about about it becoming like a you know, a pandemic. worldwide pandemic, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just realized something. Are you still looking at that map? No. Wait, okay. I have it open. Go on. I'm still looking at that map. Right beside the marker is a place called Gateway. <laughs> Where? Where? To the right of it. There's a place called Paradox near it. There's a place called Mexican Hat. 
Dead Horse Point and zoom in. You can actually, if you zoom in, you can you can see it on Google Maps. Really? Yeah, you can see its shadow. Like it's just a perfectly straight shadow in the ground, just right next to the marker. The geography of that place is so weird. It is weird. It's like one big cinnamon bun. It kind of looks like wrinkled. It looks like if you zoom out a bit, you can see like lines and dirt. It looks like giant roots. A lot of dinosaurs around here too. Yeah, an awful lot. Oh man, it just looks so cool. Just the red landscape. It's if very we Mars go there, looking. I want to steal a dinosaur bone. How can you steal a dinosaur bone? Well, you just there's... have to find your own one and then you can keep that. Yeah, but like if we find someone else digging up dinosaur bones, why not just go take them? You are just Team Rocket, you know that? <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> team Rocket had a great time. But yeah, Utah's the place for aliens, apparently. My theory is that somebody put it up because they were either um, trying to be an artist. Like, I went to art college. I've seen some of the shit that people put up on, and they, they call it art. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many people doing it as well. Um, I think that's what it is. I think it's a copycat artist. And they didn't even do a good job of it either. The rivets are just Yeah, just the, awful. the rivets bother me so much. <laughs> it's just poor craftsmanship. The only thing I'll say against it being so, a reference to... Space Odyssey. Yeah, is the fact the monolith in that was black. Yeah, it was. But it was kind of shiny is the thing, you know? Yeah, but it was also smooth. And if you're going to go to enough trouble to go out to the arse end of Utah to plant a reference that nobody might ever find, you're going to want to, like, paint it the same color. I don't think they wanted anyone to find it. I think they wanted to place it somewhere that, you know, they could just go to it themselves and have their little thing, you know? What if it's a time capsule? I don't think it is. It is hollow, though, so it could have something inside of it. If I had to, like, if I was the one burying that... I know immediately the only thing I'd put inside it is a note that says IOU just to annoy whoever goes through the trouble of opening it up. What if somebody opens it up and it's Forrest Fenn's treasure? I uh, thought they already found it. Yeah, but like what if, if they it buried was it where, again? where it was? <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, I'd be furious. It's really bothering me. It's bothering me so much. <laughs> what is? <laughs> we didn't even get a chance to look. I know, we had plans and everything to go over to the States and then fucking COVID. coronavirus happened. Uh, uh, we'll get there, we'll get there eventually. COVID was a conspiracy theory. Th- oh shit. To stop us from getting <laughs> forced yeah, Fence treasure. bitch slapped my mic. Um, it is a really interesting landscape though. Damn, I wish I lived out there. That looks like so much fun. I do too, but the only problem is like you have to deal with so much shit. Like what? Like there's bugs Skinwalkers. Out. Yeah, not well, like... I feel like they're a very reclusive... It's a very reclusive place to live. Yeah, it is. It's perfect. You only like it because it looks like the place from Red Dead. It looks like the place in The Sims. That's why I like it. Where? Strangerville? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know the way there's, like, Sasquatches in the woods and there's Sasquatches in, like, s- snowy places? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Yetis? Do you think there's, like, sand squatches? They just, like, swim in the sand, like sandworms. Okay, we need to really watch Tremors. You're literally, like, all of this is just reminding me of Tremors. Do you think this has anything to do with Tremors? No, no. Hey, guys, so I've had to record this after we recorded the original episode, and the reason is that the day after we finished recording the episode, the monolith in Utah mysteriously vanished. It's unknown who removed it, why they removed it, or what they plan to do with it now. It's extremely strange, and I know Michael said he wanted to take a saw to it, but I promise we had nothing to do with it. I love mysteries like this when they're so fresh, but it's starting to look less and less likely that this mystery will ever be solved. 
Um, again, if you guys have any theories, you can email them into us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. But this is very, very interesting. It's the first time we've ever had to do a re-record like this. Um, so that's it for today's episode, guys. Don't forget to rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. You can also catch us on Twitter at ParanormalHL. And as always, if you have ever experienced a UFO or alien, especially if you're from Utah, give us an email at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, guys, and have a great week. Thanks, bye.